I'm not a mother. I'm not married. Never been married. No kids. But there's this... That doesn't mean that I have no say. Okay, there's, a, there's this common misconception that you have to have a family to be involved in family politics, and you just don't. They'll tell you that you, can't, that you don't have a say when it comes to public school because you don't have kids in their school. But you pay taxes, and those taxes go to your local school system. So you have a say in your local school system, whether you have kids there or not, whether you, you moved in after your kids were grown, whether you have lived there your whole life and you've never had kids, whatever the case, you have a say in your in your local school politics. Um, and not just the schools, but also the libraries. Any, any public place in your city, you have a say in its use because you pay taxes on that. If you want to be able to decide what is and isn't going to be exhibited in these public places, then you're going to have to get involved. It's just the way that it is. You don't have to have children or ever want to have children to be able to influence children. And, you know, like I said, a large part of that could be that maybe you get involved in local politics. Maybe you you take care of stuff that's happening in your school system. Maybe you run for school board or city council, or you work at the parks and recreation department, whatever the case, there are always going to be children in your life that you are going to affect in one way or the other. Whether they be your nieces and nephews, whether they be the children that you teach at Sunday school, whether you're an elementary school teacher or a high school teacher or middle school teacher, whatever, you're going to run into kids that you're going to influence. And the question then is, are you going to influence them in a positive way or in a negative way? At Moms for America, we, we promote liberty, we raise patriots, and we empower women, moms in particular. One of the best th best times for you to get involved in what's going on with the with the kid with your kids in the future is right now before you have kids. So run for school board. Figure out what that looks like. Figure out what's being taught. Are these things that you're okay with having taught to your future children? We have the a program in Moms for America called Family Lobby, and basically what this is is that you write five letters to your local and state leaders, your representatives, your state senator, your state representative, school board members, your city council member, if you, if you write a letter to them when they get elected into office thanking them for running and for, for their service, whether or not you voted for them, whether or not you feel like they're going to support you in your in in your opinions in their through their politics and policies, you write a letter to thank them for their service because as moms know, my mom says this all the time, as moms know, positive reinforcement works. So if you reach out to them and you write them this letter and you, you let them know who you are, where you live, and then they know that you're a real person, you're not just anybody either, you are their people, you're one of their constituents, and then you send a picture of your family. And if that's just you, then that's just you, and there's nothing wrong with that. And you do this sporadically throughout the year. So you do it when they get elected. You maybe send them um, something for Valentine's Day. You can send them something for Christmas. Find out their birthday and send them something on their birthday. That will probably freak them out, and but you know, in a good way. And then that keeps you present and aware in their and in, in, in as they're making decisions, they're going to be thinking about you as they make their decisions because you're a real person to them all of a sudden. So when, when you send these letters, always make sure you handwrite it because 
handwritten letters are so much more powerful because it shows that you actually sat down and you took the time out of your day to write that. And whatever picture you take, always make sure it's a, a new picture. Um, if you decide that you want to, to send them a card, take a picture of you holding up the card. Make sure that it's present, make sure that it is relevant to what you're doing because then that way you're not just somebody else that's doing this, you're doing it in real time. And then once you have children and you start, and, and then this is something that's already have a habit and it can continue to be a habit and then you become that much more present in, in the minds and the dealings of your local statesmen because that's what we want. We want statesmen. We don't want politicians. Politician, politics and politicians are ugly words. We don't want that. We want people who are going to stand up for the rights of their citizens and do what is, is right for their people. They went into, into public service to be public servants, not to rule. That difference between statesmen and politicians also comes down to civic responsibility versus politics. We have a lot of people who say, I don't do politics or politics don't affect me. Well, if you don't do politics, then politics are doing you. And if you think politics don't affect you, then you don't really understand what politics are. Because when you can't put gas in your tank because the gas prices are so high, that's politics. When you can't put food on your table because the stores are empty, that's politics. My mom likes to say that when we don't do our civic responsibility, when we're not doing our civic responsibility, politics is the result. Politics is the dirty after waste of not, not cleaning up as we go, right? Get involved. Get involved, as, get involved doing your civic responsibility and we can negate politics. We can fix it up, clean it up, put statesmen in, their, in the place of these politicians who are there because it's a job and not because it's a duty. Not something that they feel called for, but something that they feel is owed to them. It's not owed to them. They work for us and they need to be reminded that they work for us. Something else that you can do to prepare yourself to be to raise patriots if that's something that you want to do is we have future moms for america that we are launching and it's basically a lot of the same things that that moms for america does except it's geared more towards people our age and in my or i shouldn't say our age my age and in my situation so we have mom mentorships where you can get to know women in your community who know things that maybe you want to know whether that's quilting or crocheting or how to become a CEO or um, how to balance homework life or whatever. There are going to be women in your community who are willing to share the skills that they have cultivated over their lives with you so that you can have the best opportunities in your life right now and make the most of those so that when you do have children, you're prepared. Um, whether you need to learn how to cook, whether you need to uh, learn how to dress well for to get a good job. Whatever the case may be, uh, we have women who offer college and career advice. We have uh, women from all walks of life and they are ready and willing to do everything that they can to help you succeed. Another really great thing that, that you can do is you can prepare to home educate your children. That does not mean homeschool your kids. Homeschool is definitely an option, and I am definitely a proponent for homeschool, having done both the traditional school and the public school thing. But you don't have to homeschool your kids to home educate your kids. Because a lot of what they're going to be getting 
from the world are things that you might need to negate at home. If your kid comes home and says, you know, Thomas Jefferson was a uh, racist, slave-owning bigot who uh, uh, hated black people and women and whatever, you might want to be able to have a proper conversation about that. Well, why do you think those things? And then what what are you what is the real history? Are some of those things true? Yes, but they're also twisted. That's what the history being taught nowadays tends to do is it twists truth and it twists facts to convenient anti-American narratives. If you don't know the truth yourself, how can you help negate those untruths or those twisted truths that are being that are going to be taught to your kids? The best way that you can do that is to educate yourself. Um, there are a lot of classes at local colleges that you can audit for free or at least audit for a much cheaper price. You have to be careful because not every university is going to be giving you the kind of education that you want, but it is definitely an option to go that route. Uh, Libraries of Hope is a really great resource. They have um, books that were that were published during the the time of the founding fathers or they have the classics they have like all sorts of different types of books that you can use to broaden your education in a way that will prepare you for raising kids who have a strong liberal education and when i say liberal education i don't mean a liberal education as in the liberal or the liberal leaning left party i mean liberal as in broad as in well-rounded. Best time for your kid to get a liberal education is when they're young, because by the time they get to college, they should already know what they want to do. Um, and then they can just be, they can move through it and get that done, and that's great. There's also Hillsdale has self-learning courses. They're really fantastic because those are free and they're all online and they're self-paced. Um, and then you have Wondrium. They have all sorts of videos about all sorts of stuff. Um, that are taught by experts in the field. I just went through a philosophy course that started, uh, I think it started with with Plato or with uh, Socrates, but it might've gone even further back than that. It was a really good series and I really enjoyed it. So even if you don't want to homeschool your kids, you, you should still be prepared to, to understand what it is that they're learning and to be able to supplement when necessary. Another thing that um, I'm really encouraging with the Future Moms for America is uh, Lady Liberty trips. And this is really fun because basically it's just you getting together with your girlfriends and going to places that are important to American history, whether that's a battlefield or a monument or a gravesite or whatever. And you go and you you experience it. Because one of the problems that we're seeing with a lot of, of families, especially families with young children, is that they'll go to these places as a family and the mom and the dad want to, you know, they want to read all the plaques, you know, and the kids are just, they just want to go. They just want to go. They just want to see it. They don't care what the words say. They just want to see where, where it is. And if they're not able to see it, then they're going to get bored. And then they start causing trouble. And then you don't take them anywhere anymore because it's just a bunch of trouble. 
So if you go ahead of time and you take um, a notebook with you and in the notebook you write down where you went and your impressions of it and something that you want to tell your, your children, that, that when you go there with your kids, something that you can tell them that will make that place resonate with them. So those are some really great simple things that you can do now to prepare yourself to raise patriots when the time comes. And if you want to get more involved with Moms for America, that's totally okay. Dads are totally welcome too. And you know, guys who aren't dads, we're the national organization for women that loves men. So bring, so, so come on, join us. We're happy to have you. And we hope that you're happy to be here.